Hello and welcome to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM and WKRM Radio. Your hometown news broadcasting from the Debbie Matthews Nashville Realty Newsroom in Columbia, Tennessee. I'm your host, Tom Price. Today is Friday, January 19th, and we start with local news. After a warmer than typical winter season, snow has fallen onto Murray County with temperatures dropping to single digits throughout the week. The early week snowfall accumulation was estimated to be approximately 6 inches, exceeding the average 4.7 inches recorded in 2020, according to the National Weather Service. And while the major downfall has expected to be complete, colder temperatures and further dustings are expected to hit the Middle Tennessee area into the weekend. In Murray County, public works crews and first responders have been actively at work to clear roads as well as service motorists who have found themselves stranded in areas, though there have not been any major accidents thus far, according to Columbia Fire Chief Ty Cobb. We don't expect to see what we've seen on Monday and the day before, but it could be more, Cobb said. I think the county has been busier than we have a few structure fires, he said. We've had some minor fires, alarm activations from those types of issues. We've worked a bunch of motor vehicle accidents with or without injuries, he said. Cobb added that the call volume has been less due to motorists staying home and off the roads. Most people have listened to the warnings and have just stayed home, Cobb said. It was a holiday, too, and most things were canceled. When I was out on the road, there were very few people out, which I think made a huge difference, he said. Chief Cobb also provided a few tips for situations such as this, especially when temperatures are expected to drop into the single digits. You never know when you'll have a power outage, and so make sure your phone is fully charged, that you have a flashlight that's fully charged, Cobb said. Just in case the power goes out, you have a light at night. That's very important, and also proper footwear if you are going to get out, even as simple as going to check the mail, because we see a lot of slips, trips, and falls with ice, snow, and black ice, he said. Cobb ended by saying citizens can always call the 911 dispatch system or the 931-388-2525 non-emergency line for assistance. Also be sure to wear warm clothing, because if you were to fall and are unable to get to call or get attention, you want to make sure your body stays warm until help arrives, Cobb said. But I don't think we've had any power outages or anything major. The public should always be prepared for when those situations are to happen, he said. Murray County schools will remain closed for the rest of the week. This includes all boys and girls clubs locations. All athletic events are canceled until Monday. All surrounding counties, Giles, Hickman, Lawrence, Lewis, Marshall, and Williamson counties are all closed through the week as well for schools. Murray County offices and City of Columbia offices will open today at 10 a.m. Temperatures are dipping dangerously low across Middle Tennessee over the next few days, with lows getting into the single digits. Murray County Emergency Management shares information regarding a warming station that is available during this cold snap. The Family Center, located at 921 South Beckett Street in Columbia, will open from 7 p.m. until 7 a.m. and will remain open until January 21st. The City of Columbia Downtown Parking Garage will undergo renovations beginning January 29th. During the renovation period, which is expected to last four months, the garage will be closed. The renovation project is a necessary undertaking to extend the structural integrity of the parking facility for more than a decade. Mayor Chaz Mulder stated, I'm looking forward to getting these parking garage improvements underway. 
While it will cause some temporary inconveniences, it will provide long-term stability and longevity for the garage and is an example of a wise investment in existing downtown parking infrastructure. The free parking lot between the garage and the back of City Hall will become a permit-only parking zone that will be monitored by the city's parking enforcement officers Monday through Friday from 7.30 a.m. until 4 p.m. The lot will be for those who lease spots in the downtown parking garage, along with the Columbia Police Department. The lot will be available for public use after 4 p.m. on weekdays and all day on weekends. The three-hour parking around downtown will not be enforced during the renovation of the parking garage to help alleviate the temporary change in the parking situation. Along with public parking around downtown, there is also public parking available in the Murray County parking lot, the corner of East 7th Street and Woodland Street, near the downtown square. For questions regarding the parking garage renovations, please call 931-560-1510. The Columbia Mayor's Youth Council is working on a fun project. Kids on Stage of Murray County, otherwise known as KOS Connects, in partnership with the McEwen Group Real Estate, is proud to present a pioneering challenge featuring students from the Columbia Mayor's Youth Council. This initiative, Policy and Public Engagement for the Duck River, is designed to empower the brightest young minds of Columbia in addressing the urgent water conservation crisis impacting the Duck River, particularly in the face of rapid urban growth in Murray County. This project will comprise of five groups of Columbia Mayor's Youth Council members who will craft different policies addressing water conservation and create a compelling video to present to the Columbia City Council. Murray Alliance is committed to supporting the Murray County business community. They are thrilled to announce the launch of Size Up Murray. Size Up Murray is a robust, interactive business analytics tool designed to support small and medium-sized businesses in a variety of stages, from the entrepreneur looking to start their first business to a seasoned business owner looking to expand their customer base. The available data is current, industry-specific, and hyper-local. Businesses can use Size Up Murray at no cost to discover potential customers and suppliers, optimize marketing to ideal customers, analyze characteristics and spending habits of the consumers in their area, and rank industry performance across multiple measurements. Join Murray Alliance on Friday, February 2nd at 8.30 a.m. for a virtual demonstration of Size Up Murray and learn how you can use this tool to support your business. For more information, visit www.murrayalliance.com. The Murray County Historical Society has been granted permission by the Murray County Commission to place a time capsule in the new Murray County Justice Center, currently under construction. A selection committee has been created and is ready to receive items. If you have something small and Murray County related you would like to donate, contact County Commission Chairman Eric Previtti at 931 931- Six two six nine eight seven eight, or email him at epravidi. That's e p r e v i t i at icloud dot com. In a four to three vote, the Columbia City Council rejected a proposed rezoning of thirty acres located in sixty two eighteen Casey Lane, following concerns over traffic and a potential increase in car accidents. Votes to reject the proposal were cast by Davina Hardison, Debbie Wiles. Tony Green, and Kenny Marshall. Votes in favor came from Mayor Chaz Mulder, Vice Mayor Randy McBroom, and Danny Coleman. 
The vote, which was held during the council's regular meeting last Thursday, followed several public comments by residents of Casey Lane who expressed their concerns over the rezoning which would rezone a parcel located on the east side of Casey Lane from Rural Character District to Neighborhood Large Lot Character District, with a concept plan of 61 lots. Susan Schuff, who is an adjacent property owner located on Casey Lane, said she was opposed to the rezone due to its dangerous location, which she said would only increase if changed. This property is located between an active railroad crossing. This area is also very narrow with two lanes, she said, I have lived in Columbia for 60-plus years, and this section of road has always been known as dangerous, and the danger has only increased. Accidents are a direct reflection of the safety problems in this section, she said. Though a traffic study is not allowed unless there is a minimum of 75 units, Director of Development Services Paul Keltner said the Planning Commission requested a study and safety audit following comments from residents. The improvements are pretty minor, which is why we typically don't see traffic improvement studies done until 75-plus units, Keltner said. Normally, you're just not going to see a big increase in that to warrant those improvements. Keltner said there were more minor suggestions made for the safety audit than the traffic study improvement. Should it move forward into the preliminary plat, that would be a part of that package going to Planning Commission, he said. Councilmember Coleman said the city could endanger themselves with lawsuits if not following the, by not following the data. We're aware of the issue. We're aware of the fact that it's not being worsened by this. However, being aware of the issue, we can take steps to address this, he said. Mayor Mulder voted against the motion to deny, stating that the issues of growth are never easy. There are always people on both sides of it, and unfortunately one side always walks away with a little deflated and maybe even somewhat upset, Mulder said, adding that the developer originally requested 120 homes. We said no. That was too much for that space. It is now back as a CD3 neighborhood character district, and we said we'd like to see it at a CD3L, Neighborhood Large Lot Character District, which has seemingly continued to go in a direction that you'd want to go if you're trying to find a happy medium for all persons concerned, he said. A bill which would provide child care to teachers is set to be introduced by Representative Scott Sapicki in the State House following a start of the 2024 legislative session. House Bill 1709 would authorize local education agencies, or LEAs, and public charter schools to reimburse teachers for child care expenses paid by the teacher each month for the teacher's child to receive services through a child care program. The program would be certified by the Department of Education or a child care agency licensed by the Department of Human Services. The state would also be required to reimburse LEAs and public charter schools a portion of any such monthly reimbursement amount paid by the LEA or public charter school. The child care bill is basically to try to incentivize more teachers to, one, become teachers, and two, when they have a child, to be able to get back into the classroom as quickly as possible to help our students, Sapicki said. What we find right now is because the cost of daycare is so expensive, when teachers have children, they tend to just put their license on hold and they raise their children until they get to be around five to six years old, then they come back to the classroom. Representative Sapicki said the child care bill would also be an economic boon for counties. They don't have to go out and find another teacher. They can get the ones they have back in the classroom, and teachers who want to teach can go back and earn their living now, he said. The bill's introduction is currently on hold as members await whether it will be added to Governor Bill Lee's school choice bill. 
Introduced last November, the Education Freedom Scholarship Act of 2024 would establish statewide universal school choice. This legislation aims to provide every Tennessee parent with the opportunity to choose the right education for their child while prioritizing families with the greatest need, stated a last, last year's press release. Representative Sapicki said he expects the bill to be the biggest hurdle during the legislative session. If parents feel like the public schools are not meeting the needs of their child, they should have recourse. They should not be stuck in a failing school just because of their zip code, he said. In addition, Representative Kip Capley has introduced legislation that would require written driver's license exams to be administered in English. Capley's proposal, House Bill 1730, will apply to applicants for driver's licenses and intermediate driver's licenses. The legislation will prohibit the use of translation dictionaries, electronic devices, and interpreters for assistance with the exam's administration. All Tennesseans want to feel safe on the road, Capley said in a press release. The ability to understand signs and warnings is important for the protection of other drivers. Not being able to do so can pose a real danger to public safety. If you have to take a written driver exam in a language other than English in order to pass, it's my view that you, you shouldn't receive a Tennessee driver's license until you're able to pass in the official and legal language of our state. The test will still be available for disabled Tennessee citizens who need modifications, he said. Currently, applicants are able to take the written driver examinations online or in person in English, Spanish, Korean, German, and Japanese, according to the Tennessee Department of Safety and Homeland Security. The St. Jude Children's Research Hospital Dream Home Giveaway has chosen the June Lake development in Spring Hill as one of 40 nationwide locations. For $100 per ticket, you can win a brand new home in the development thanks to Builder Signature Homes. In addition to the home, smaller milestone prizes will be awarded as well. Last year, those tickets included a $5,000 Visa gift card, gas and groceries valued at $10,000, and a trip for two to see Cody Johnson in concert. In 2023, Middle Tennessee Home... I'm sorry, the 2023 Middle Tennessee home was located in Franklin at an estimated value of $900,000. The four-bedroom, three-bath house in the St. Marlowe community was won by Andrew Hutchison of Clarksville, Tennessee. June Lake is a large mixed-use development planned along Buckner Lane just off the new I-65 interchange and is set to have millions of dollars worth of economic impact on the Spring Hill community. Plans for the site include 3.9 million square feet of commercial office space, 1.3 million square feet of retail and restaurant space, and 400 hotel rooms. Hy-Vee Grocery Chain has announced it will anchor one of the main shopping centers inside the development. A total of 2,150 multi-family residential units and 775 single-family residential units are planned for the project. Those will be built around several miles of greenway and walking trails across the property. The Spring Hill Board of Mayor and Aldermen initially approved the revised zoning for the first phase of the project, located in the northwest corner of the property, in August of 2020. The 775-acre development is poised to become the, quote, gateway to Spring Hill. To be eligible to purchase a ticket and win any prize, you must be at least 18 years old or older at the age of majority in your jurisdiction of residence, whichever is older as of the date of entry, and a living resident of the United States. For more information on how to enter, visit www.stjude.org forward slash give forward slash dream dash home. All of the proceeds benefit St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. 
Since 2005, the giveaway has garnered more than $25 million in donations. The drawing typically takes place in June of each year. The winter weather event has significantly impacted local blood donations to organizations like the American Red Cross and Blood Assurance. Blood donations are already affected during the winter months and more so when severe weather rolls in, closing donation centers and canceling blood drives. December and January are always detrimental for community blood centers due to holiday travel, frigid weather, and illnesses, said J.B. Gaskin, CEO of Blood Assurance. Since the start of January, approximately 200 Red Cross blood drives across 27 states have been canceled due to winter weather, causing more than 6,000 life-saving blood and platelet donations to go uncollected, the American Red Cross reported. The storm is occurring at a critical time, as the community blood center only has a one-day supply of most blood types on the shelves. Blood Assurance needs around 400 donors a day to adequately supply local hospitals, Blood Assurance says. When it is safe to do so, these organizations are asking people to sign up and donate to help replenish the supply. Find information on American Red Cross blood donation opportunities at www.redcrossblood.org. One Gen Away is returning to the Columbia State Community College campus to offer free groceries to anyone in need. The nonprofit's drive through mobile pantry will be on campus at 1665 Hampshire Pike on Saturday and will include fresh produce, dry goods, bakery items, dairy, and more. We don't ask any qualifying questions to receive food and no paperwork is required, said Chris Whitney, founder and CEO of One Gen Away. All you have to do is show up and we'll take care of the rest, he said. Food will be distributed beginning around 8.30 a.m. and continue until 10 a.m. or until all the food has been given away. Volunteers are encouraged to arrive at 7.30 a.m. to help sort and distribute food. No registration is required to volunteer. For more information about One Gen Away and its food assistance programs, visit www.onegenaway.com. And now your hometown memorials, sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Mrs. Patricia Brown Salee, 88, a retired businesswoman and longtime resident of Columbia, died Saturday, January 13th. Funeral services for Mrs. Salee will be conducted on Saturday at 12 p.m. at First United Methodist Church. A private burial will be held at Rose Hill Cemetery. The family will meet with friends on Saturday before the service from 10 a.m. until noon at First United Methodist Church. Mrs. Peggy Jean Norman Davis, 75, a resident of Williamsport, passed away Thursday, January 18th at Murray Regional Medical Center. Funeral services will be conducted on Monday at 2 p.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Burial will follow at Potts Cemetery. The family will visit with friends on Sunday from 4 until 8 p.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Mr. George Allen Clanton, 92, a retired employee of Occidental Company and resident of Columbia, died January 12th at Meadowbrook Nursing Home in Pulaski. The family will visit with friends on Saturday, January 27th at 11 a.m., followed by a memorial service at 11.30 at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Hometown Memorials is sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home, serving with dignity and consideration for over 150 years. As years go by, people may tend to forget just what a funeral is really all about. At Oaks and Nichols, we believe it's first and always a special remembrance of someone you love. We start by listening to your needs and desires. If you're unsure, we can help gently, professionally. 
At Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, we haven't lost sight of why we're here, to serve Murray County families in the ways they prefer, and why your satisfaction is so important to Jeff Hargrove and Susie Sowell. There's a great deal of satisfaction in serving a family and serving them well. It's an eye for detail and thoughtfulness and taking the time to see that things are done right. We do have nice facilities and good people, and we work hard to do things well, but we don't want that to intimidate people as to what they think it will cost. Taking care of you is our primary concern. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, 320 West 7th Street in Columbia. Since 1856, people you can rely on. For your southern middle Tennessee weather, we will have snow showers early today with peaks of sunshine later in the day. The high will be 28 degrees with winds out of the northwest at 10 to 20 miles per hour. Tonight, we can expect mostly clear skies with a low of just 9 degrees. Winds will come out of the north-northwest at 5 to 10 miles per hour. For your weekend forecast, we will see sunny skies both Saturday and Sunday. Saturday's high will be 20 degrees with an overnight low of 5 Sunday's high will get us just above freezing, but just at 33 degrees. Sunday night's low will be 20 degrees. Warm weather moves back in on Monday. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll cover state and national news that affect you. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Debbie Matthews, realtor, and her husband, Jason, who is a pro songwriter, also own a music publishing company. They live in historic downtown Columbia with their dogs. Dog rescue work is their passion project. They consider Middle Tennessee their backyard, and their lives are full of all things Tennessee. Debbie says there is no greater honor than to help someone find a home. To be trusted with that job, there is no greater privilege. Call Debbie at the Nashville Realty Group, 615-476-3224, 615-476-3224. Family first. <laughs> My dad used to tell us that all the time. But family first wasn't just something he'd say to us. It was how he lived every day of his life. And it's how I try to live mine, too. At Shelter Insurance, our agents are dedicated to helping provide personalized auto, home, and life protection that puts your family first. For auto, home, life, or business insurance, see Shelter Agent Tommy Hyde Jr. at 388-2009. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. 
Are you a homeowner looking to unlock the potential of your home equity? Explore a home equity loan with First Farmers. Hi, this is Felicia Brown with First Farmers, and we would like to invite you to access funds with a home equity loan. For home improvements, invest in education, or simplify your finances, you can make your dreams a reality with the power of your home equity. Get started today. Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with one of our team specialists at 1-800-882-8378, Equal Housing Lender. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Noisen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. Hi, this is George Rawls with The Way Realty. Please allow me to share a little bit about us. We measure our success by the quality of service you receive. We provide many ways to help you get the most when selling your house, like home staging, landscaping, repairs, professional pictures, and aggressive marketing. Our listings are posted on the MLS, Realtracks.com, Zillow, Realtor.com, and Trulia. Your house will most likely be your biggest investment for your family and for your future retirement. Let us help you fulfill the American dream by buying, building, or selling your next home. And most importantly, let this new year be a great year by putting Jesus first in your life. Jesus Christ changes lives. I know because He changed mine. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM 101.7 and WKRM 103.7. This program is sponsored in part by George Vrylis and the great team at The Way Realty. I'm Tom Price. And now news from around the state. The number of winter weather-related deaths doubled from initial reports, bringing the total to 14 across Tennessee, state officials said. The Tennessee Department of Health initially reported Tuesday that six people had been killed, while Knoxville police identified a seventh death. The Department of Health announced that the number of deaths has risen to 14 as of Wednesday night. Five people died in Shelby County, two in Washington, and one person in Hickman, Madison, Carroll, Knox, Van Buren, Lauderdale, and Henry Counties, respectively, according to the news release. The Tennessee Department of Health did not identify the victims by name. Knoxville police reported Tuesday that Marlo Jackson, 50, of Fort Lauderdale, was killed when a budget rental truck he was driving slid in the accumulated snow and rear-ended a tractor-trailer. He was pronounced dead at the scene. A 66-year-old man in Hickman County died Monday afternoon when he fell through a skylight while trying to brush snow off the roof, county officials said. The sheriff's office, nor the county's emergency management agency, identified the man. A hiker at Fall Creek Falls State Park in Van Buren County died after they seemingly fell from a bluff in the park. The Piney Volunteer Fire Department reported they responded to the park about 3 p.m. on Tuesday. Personnel arrived and found tracks in the snow leading into the woods, the department said. The track was followed to the bluff line overlooking Cane Creek Gorge, they said. Let's take one last break. When we come back, we'll cover the final story of the day. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. 
Turner and Osborne Tire Company, 1016 South Main Street in Columbia. Give them a call at 931-388-6822. They've been doing business since 1947 and in their current location since 1964. They provide the best tire and mechanical work at some of the best prices in Middle Tennessee. Hey, they're official Michelin and Goodyear dealers, and they've got all kinds of brands as well. Stop by and see Walker Vining and his professional staff or check them out online at turnerandosborne.com. That's turnerandosborne.com. Don't let pain keep you out of the game. Murray Regional Physical Therapy's experienced team of therapists can help you recover from surgery, injury, or illness by designing a plan that meets your unique needs. We utilize state-of-the-art equipment and proven techniques to help you get back to doing the things you love. Schedule a consultation at any of our convenient Southern Middle Tennessee locations by calling 931-380-4014. Murray Regional Health, where clinical excellence meets compassionate care. Have you ever wondered if your insurance needs can be personalized? This is Hunter Carey. Our team specializes in planning your insurance needs to get you the best possible solution. State Farm is the largest home and auto insurer in the country. I love bringing that to my hometown. Born and raised in Columbia, I'm grateful for our close community ties. We offer help with home, auto, and life insurance for everyone in our community. Our office is located at 909 South Garden Street, across from the fire station. We're also online at huntercarry.com. That's huntercary.com. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today, and now our final story. Songwriters at the Harpeth returns on January 25th with a lineup featuring Keith Stagall, Parker Welling, Rafe Van Hoy, and Roger Mura. The event will take place from 7.30 to 9 p.m. at Franklin's Harpeth Hotel, with tickets available online via Eventbrite. The Harpeth Hotel is located at 130 2nd Avenue North in Franklin. That's all for this edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Today on Kennedy Broadcasting WKOM WKRM Radio. If you ever miss a part or all of this broadcast, you can listen to it anytime or read the transcript online by visiting frontporchradiotn.com. I'll be back on Monday to update you with the latest news. I'm Tom Price. Thanks for listening. Be safe and have a great weekend.